Shimad Bhagavatam, Canto 1, Chapter 7, Verse 
40. Suta uvacha evam pariksha dharma prata krishnena kodita Nichad Nachidad Dantum Guru Sutam Yad Yapya Yad Yapi Atma Hanam Mahan Suta Uvacha Evam Pariksata Dharma Hardhaksmena Kodita Nechad Dhantum Guru Sutam Yajapyatma Hanam Mahan Suta Uvacha Evam Pariksata Dharma Rama Krishna Koditaha Nichadhantum Guru Sutam Yajya Pyatma Haram Maha Sutta. I'm sorry, anyone else? Chance? No? Sutta. Sutta Goswami. Uvacha said. Evam this. Pariksata. Being examined. Dharma in the matter of duty. Parta Sri Arjuna. Krishnane Krishnena by Lord Krishna. Kodita being encouraged. Na Aichit. Chitta Hat did not like Antum to kill Guru Sutam, the son of his teacher, Yad Yapi, although Atmahanam, murder of sons. Mahan, very great. Translation. Sutta Goswami said, although Krishna, who was examining Arjuna in religion, encouraged Arjuna to kill the son of Jonacharya. Arjuna, a great soul, did not like the idea of killing him. Although Asvatuta was a heinous murderer of Arjuna's family members. 
Oh, you repeat. Please repeat after me. Sutta Goswami said, Although Krishna, who was examining Arjuna in religion, encouraged Arjuna to kill the son of Jonacharya. Arjuna, a great soul, did not like the idea of killing him. Although Asvatthama was a heinous murderer of Arjuna's family members. You know, just in going over this, it's, it's a reminder of a similar situation where Arjuna was faced when he was on the battlefield of Kurukshetra. And he also had, he had doubts about killing, about performing an act that he was very, very conscious of. That's because he's a great devotee. Devotees are like that. They have this compassion. And even though Arjuna is a chachya, he's a warrior, and it's his duty. I mean, they take up the challenge. Chachyas look for uh, uh, situations. Well, they don't look for situations. Well, when situations come to them and they're able to challenge and and, 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 and go through their prowess. They're so enthusiastic about it. But here we have a little bit of hesitation by, by, we, we see here that Arjun's hesitating. Even though the act that he was, he, he was uh, asked to perform was justified. It was a justified act. But still there was some hesitation. So we have this in great devotees. We find out that this, because we have this compassion, we also can see this in the fact that that our that our spiritual master, our Acharya of Srila Prabhupada, was the same way. He had such compassion for the fallen souls, for devotees who were put in situations, or just regular people who weren't devotees, who were just being introduced to Krishna consciousness and had issues in their in their in their in their progress. It was just great compassion. I mean, there are stories that we hear about Prabhupada when he heard that the disciple was having difficulties and he wasn't able to take up the challenge and fight. Prabhupada had tears in his eyes. He had tears in his eyes. So much love. And this is what, this is what we're following. We're following from the disciplic succession and we're also trying to have this compassion in our heart, this love in our heart for everyone. Everyone. You know, we're, we're, we're told that we, even an ant, you know, what's the story of the devotee who was killing and, 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 um, Narda, I think it was Narda Muni came back and saw him and he was so humble and he wouldn't even, he was trying to avoid even stepping on ants. And before that, he had such a horrible demoniac mentality. You know, so just by taking up the process of devotional service, all these things that we, have accumulated can change. And Prabhupada saw this in a lot of the devotees. And even though, again, it was, some of them had difficulties taking up the challenge, just like we hear, we have here, you know, you know, this, this, this whole act of killing, we do have to kill this demoniac mentality in the mind that puts us in so many situations that are not advantageous for our Krishna consciousness. Um, just in speak before we go into the purport, just just in 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 going over a challenge for myself. I'm just many of you 
don't know me. I've been here before, but you, you don't know me. Um, my name is Ananda Loka, and I travel. I just came back from Denver. I was in Denver for a month helping out with deity service, and it's just so nice because now as I'm beginning to travel again, the temples are reopening and, 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 and restrictions are being, the restrictions are there, but they're loosening to the point where, you know, you're able to have some type of, of, of you know, formal uh, gatherings. And this is very encouraging after, you know, a year of, you know, being separated from the devotees. My particular service is I travel. I travel, you know, and try to go to different temples and do whatever menial service I can do, whether it be on the altar or cleaning or trying to give a class or trying to lead in an RT, anything that's, that's, that's there for, that, that I can assist in. And that service for me, as well as a lot of other devotees who do different services in temples, has been minimized. Even associating with the one of the most important things that we do in this in Krishna consciousness is associating with devotees. And what happens when that stops? Now, yes, we have the media, we have, you know, so many ways of nowadays because of technology that we can zoom and do all these things, you know. But even for someone like me, I don't do those. I don't go online. It's a personal choice. It's not a criticism. It's what I find works for me. Each of us have to find out what they can incorporate in their lives that works for them and what things that they can probably do without to minimize and make things more simpler. So for me, it works best that I don't do any of this computer stuff. I don't have an email. I, I just, it's, it's just too much for me. I'm also, I have a little bit of a disability, a learning disability, which aids that. So it's not just some kind of, you know, my abilities doesn't let me, I just don't, I'm just not very good at that. You, you can probably tell even with reading. It's only the last couple of years that my reading has really got to a point where I'm actually understanding what I'm reading. So there is that, and that's a challenge. We're always challenged. There's always a challenge for us to progress. And once we meet that challenge, then we move up. Just like school. Yesterday there was a graduation ceremony and I attended out here. A very beautiful ceremony about all these beautiful children that we, you know, that we're encouraging to take up Krishna consciousness, that we're encouraging to, you know, to learn and be educated and, and teach them. And, and it was just so nice being at that ceremony. But the thing is, a lot of the kids that were on a certain level, right now they're graduating, they're moving up. There were some, I think there were three students who are actually graduating out of the school and moving on to the next level in their life. So similarly, we're doing that. If we're not growing and if we're not graduating on a day-to-day basis, I, you know, sometimes it may be helped just to check our situation because there's so much here in Krishna consciousness. There is so much. You know, you. Locked in. And I was telling you how I don't go online. I don't go on computer. I don't do all that stuff. And I wasn't about to do it then either, even though it would have been beneficial. Again, it's not a criticism. But I said to myself at one point, Jai, I could chant more because I, I really am liking chanting. And I can do this. And I was thinking, okay, I can't do this. I can't do that. I can't. But I could do this. I could do this. I could. And it was wonderful. You know, finding out that there are other things that I can focus on, take a little sabbatical and really dive into 
you know, I was really making a big effort this year to, to, to increase my reading. Um, and I've made some success, some progress. Years ago, I would not even, even be able to, I made some errors. But years ago, I would, I would, I would, I've been traveling for eight or nine years and I would avoid this. I would avoid this. And somehow or other, by the grace of Srila Prabhupada and Krishna and the encouragement of the devotees, I'm able to come out and sit and feel a little bit more still challenged because it's always, once one gets in a position to think that I'm doing something, there's a problem. There's a problem. Because we're not the doers. We're not the doers. If we think that we're the doers, we're fooling ourselves. And I had to learn that lesson over repeatedly. I'm still learning it. So the process of learning in there and the process of learning and growth is something that really makes us enthusiastic because it's just like, oh, something new. When things are stagnant, even water, when water sits still, it can be contaminated. It can be, you know, it's not moving and something, and bacteria forms and it's not, you know, like this. But when water is moving, it's purifying. It's not stagnant. So we also have to constantly in our lives move, meet different challenges. You know, I once talked to some of the kids at Krishna House. I'm, I'm, I'm originally stationed in Florida. And um, I just drove from Gainesville. I drove from Denver to Florida because I had a conference. And then after the conference and a dentist appointment, I came here, you know, in hope of trying to do some service. But the point is that we have opportunities before us, even in a situation where we're isolated, um, I think when I, in traveling also what I found out and, and, and heard is a lot of devotees are really be, beginning to, not beginning, but increasing their appreciation of each other. You know, Krishna, you know, this Krishna consciousness is a very exclusive, a very exclusive, um, I don't want to, well, religion for the lack of a better word. It's very exclusive. Not everyone's let in. Not everyone's let in, you know. And some people are let in and they come to Krishna consciousness and we find that they kind of like straggle along, you know. But it's not that the opportunities aren't there. I went a little off today because, again, I'm, I usually, I gave a class in Denver and I didn't know the material that was being covered. And... For years and years and years, I became expert at knowing when to walk into the temple room so that I wouldn't get called to do class, you know. I became expert how to run, you know, and not face the challenge. And interestingly enough, this morning, I was in the temple room. I was going to, I'm trying to get more familiar with where the deeds Julie are so that I can increase my service here and help out fill in some of the gaps and try to be, a, you know, assist. And right away someone came in and got me and said, would you give class? Normally I would reject. I would reject. And I was, very, I was fearful. And I said right away, Krishna, please, please give me something nice to say. You know, I've traveled with a lot of sannyasis. I hear brilliant people, people with PhDs. And before they give a class, they're saying, you know, please give me something to say intelligently. And they're very intelligent in my eyes. And I don't have that gift, so what am I going to say to someone? You know, a lot of times I'm speaking to people who are more advanced and more educated than I am. You know, 
But I've also been told it's not that because, you know, um, in Prabhupada, you know, in Prabhupada's books, we hear of of uh, Mother uh, Saraswati. Uh, what's her mother's name? I'm sorry. Yes, thank you. Malati's daughter, Saraswati. And when she was traveling as a little girl in Nini, which the Prabhupada, Prabhupada pointed out, and you could hear this in his classes, he said, even a child, he was pointing to her saying, you know, Mother um, Saraswati goes up to someone and she says, do you know who Krishna is? The person would look and she would say, Krishna is the supreme personality of Godhead. That's te- That's preaching. That's teaching. Doesn't have to be philosophical. Arjun here is not philosophical. He's not a scholar. He's a chatriya. So I, again, I apologize for going a little off. We'll get into the purport and then more of the heart of the subject of Srimad Bhagavatam. Purport by His Divine Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. Ki. Arjuna was a great soul, undoubtedly, which is proven here also. He is, in, uh, he is encouraged herein personally by the Lord to kill the son of Drona. But Arjuna considers that the son of his great teacher should not be spared. For he happens to be the son of Jonacharya, even though he is, unwor- even though he is an unworthy son having done all sorts of hideous acts whimsically for no one's benefit. So Krishna, Krishna is encouraging Arjuna here now. Yes? Because what Asvatthama did, you know, because of the act of his son, Asvatthama, hideous. Lord Sri Krishna encouraged Arjuna outwardly just to test Arjuna's sense of duty. It is not that Arjuna was incomplete. What is this word? Incomplete in the sense of his, of his duty. Nor was Lord Sri Krishna unaware of Arjuna's sense of duty. But Lord, but Lord Sri Krishna put the test to many of his pure devotees, just to magnify their sense of duty. It's interesting that Krishna puts us through tests to see you know, where we're at, even in our own lives. That's a very point we, we can speak on more. The gopis were put to such tests as well. Prahlad Maharaj also was put to such a test. All pure devotees come out successful in their respective test by the Lord. If we're not getting that understanding that every day in our life there's a challenge, material energy is so heavy. Kali Yuga is increasing. We can see it. There are signs. The reason why we're sitting here now with mask on is the sign of Kali Yuga. Something was done that was wrong that needs to be rectified. And that's why we're sitting here with these things on. And that's why we're social distancing. And people are in fear. Just before I was able to travel, 
younger, I was a tennis instructor. I was a tennis pro, and I raised my family and my daughters. I've told the stories, but most of you don't know this, so I'll just kind of just briefly go over. And there's a point to part of the story here is that a lot of the temples weren't open for travel. I have an ashram where I stay with another devotee, him and his wife. We have a duplex. <clears throat> They're disciples of Kalakanta Prabhu and Gainzo. So I, they gave me those quarters to stay. And so I've been basically there. And when they, again, when the opportunity, before the opportunity came to travel, I got to a point where you know, I was like, okay, I could chant so many rounds, I could take care of my deeds, I can do, but there's not a lot of devotees, there's not a place, I need to do something, I need exercise. Doctor even told me, you know, you got to go out and do some exercise. So I got a bike, I was doing some biking, and I, you know, one day I was riding past a tennis court, and one of the tennis guys called me over, this is my Maya story, okay? <laughs> this is my Maya story. So I'm going past the tennis court, and one of the, Tennis guys, come on, where are you, you, are you going to come out and help us without, you know, we're starting to open up again. And, and I said, I'm not certified. I don't have my, you know, I don't have my certifications. I, you know, I let him run out. I'm not doing this anymore. And he still encouraged, well, you can, you can come out and do. So I thought about it and I thought, you know, cause I always liked to, I always wanted to, had a desire to teach Krishna conscious kids tennis. You know, I was one of my aspirations. But it just never manifested. I wanted it, but maybe, you know, Krishna didn't want it, so he didn't let it happen to the extent where I wanted it to. Anyway, so I, I went out and, and after I came out of the, the tennis court, this Spanish woman walks up to me and she says, Oh, you, you look like you know what you're doing. Do, do you, do you teach? I said, I'm not certified. You really have to go in the office and check with them. She goes, I don't want to go with them. I, I don't, I think, I think God sent you to me. He says, my daughter is here and my daughter is, wants to take tennis and she, her, her daughter is in high school. I think she was like 16 years old. And I said, well, you know, I, I said, I said, well, you know, I, I said, okay, well, what, what I can do is this. I'll give her, I'll give her a lesson, an introductory lesson and we'll just leave it to that and see how it goes. Cause I really didn't want to charge. And again, I couldn't charge because again, you know, it's a, uh, uh, official city park and I didn't want to, anyway. I wound up giving her a few classes. On the second class, I knew there was something wrong. I knew there was something wrong, and I was trying to figure out what's going on when she came to me and she revealed her mind. She's in high school, and she said to me, one of my friends, one of my good friends, uh, a girl of hers, she killed herself. And I could see how this was disturbing in her mind, and it, the way she said it, it wasn't put to rest. It wasn't put in a category where she got a lot of understanding from it. She was still bewildered by the whole act. You know, and that's one thing we should be grateful for: is that Krishna consciousness uh, aids us, helps us in having to be in the same the delusion that this child is, because we understand, we understand who we are, we understand our relationship with God. We understand why we're here, and we're actually trying to stop death. We're the only ones on this planet who's actually trying to stop death. How do you stop death? How do you stop this vicious cycle? By surrendering to Krishna. By finishing whatever we have to do here right now and going back home, back to Godhead. By remembering Krishna at the time of death. 
by always remembering Krishna and never forgetting Krishna. That's how we stop death. So this girl is completely bewildered. And I had to be very careful. She's 16. She's in high school. Her mother just introduced me to her. And I have to be on God. What can I say to her to pacify her? Or should I say anything at all? So somehow or other I got the um, encouragement to speak a few words. And I asked her, you know, about the girl. She said the girl was, and she showed, she went to her phone and showed a picture in the comments. The girl was very, very, very beautiful. She was a very physically beautiful girl. Fifteen years old in high school. Had good parents. Had other siblings in the family. They had money. She dressed well. She took care of herself. She was, there was some popularity with her. She had lots of friends. You know, people who are good looking don't have to do very much. They just construct their stuff and people are attracted. That's the material, you know, that's a material understanding. They don't see the soul. They don't see the heart. They don't understand it. They, 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 they don't make the distinction, in some cases anyway. And, that's, and how could I back up what I just said? Look at who we put in office. Our government leaders. I mean, that, that shows there's, so, there's, 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 there are situations like that. Where because someone looks appealing, oh, it must be acceptable. Yeah, oh, yes, he, he'll do. But you don't know what's in their heart. You can't see that. So this girl, again, was very, very popular, and she killed herself. And the reason why I got on this story is the fact that that's where a lot of people are today. We're very fortunate. We don't see this. We have knowledge that puts us above that understanding. But so many people are completely blown away and confused about what's going on. And this will continue. This is not gonna, this is not just a situation that's gonna end. This is gonna continue. And our responsibility and our job, okay, is to stop this. You know, we talk about the goal of Krishna consciousness. What do we want? What are the things, what is, what are, I mean, there are so many aspirations, there's so many things to go for in Krishna consciousness. But one of the, I think, a, a, a very, very high point in those desires is to remember Krishna at the time of death. Just before COVID, I was traveling with Kalakanta Prabhu. This was a couple of years before, and we actually came through here. When we were traveling. We went to about 10 or 12 temples, and we just traveled. Kalakanta Prabhu, if you don't know him, he's the temple president, or the, he's the, he was the temple president in, um, in, in Gainesville, where they have Krishna lunch. And... Um, He's done a fantastic job there. He's a Prabhupada disciple, also initiating spiritual master. Just a wonderful, wonderful Vaishnava. And I was so blessed and so fortunate to be able to travel with him. You know, I said earlier about learning. I learned so much just in that journey we had in four or five, what, six weeks or whatever, however it was. But we were traveling and we, and we, we came through here as well. But uh, we were driving in 
I think it was Boise, Idaho, Idaho. And I was coming, I was, it was my turn to drive. We had a very, very intelligent, because of him, uh, you know, uh, driving shift. We would drive two hours on to, you know, every two hours we would, so we could continue driving. And, um, so we, we had that schedule. So I'm driving and I'm coming off the exit ramp to pull in to fill up with some petrol. And there was a truck that veered a little bit off, so I had to really just put a little extra pressure on the brakes. And Calacanta was sitting, and he was kind of like snoozing. And as soon as I hit the brakes, it was a little jerking motion. And right away, the first thing he that happened, with his first reaction was, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. He started chanting. He started chanting Krishna's name. And right then and there, I said to myself, wow, he's there. I mean, he really, you know, if we would have gotten to an accident, the first thing that came to his mind and out of his mouth that he wanted to, was Krishna's name. And I was thinking, that's success. And I thought of myself and I said, wow, Ananda Loka, you have a lot of work to do. Because you don't know, just like this girl who took her life or an accident we could have got in. You know, in my travels, one of the things I see a lot and, you know, on the highways is crazy accidents. You know, it's dangerous being in those machines. You know, people are thinking I'm going to go for a joy ride. It's actually a death ride. There's no joy in it. So the point that we're facing is that, and Prabhupada would say this, is that there's death at any moment. We just don't know. And if we're here right now, why not graduate like these children we were talking about and get be done with this? Why would, you know, why do you... Just finish this. Finish this. This is not where we're supposed to be. This is, we're supposed to be with Krishna. We're supposed to be in the spiritual world. And somehow or other... We put ourselves here. You know? So get out of the prison. Get out of the prison. No matter where you are right now, every one of you look at yourselves, wherever you're at right now in your life, and know in your heart that you can improve and you can increase. If you think, if you're sitting here or if you're hearing this and thinking, got it all figured out. I'm good to go. You're fooling yourself. You're fooling yourself. Because if that was a situation, we wouldn't be here. We wouldn't need to be here. Except for those great souls who have a specific purpose of coming here to deliver us. And I'm not speaking of myself. I'm talking about Srila Prabhupada and the other great Vaishnavas who have taken up that challenge and they're trying to get the conditioned soul to make that ultimate sacrifice, surrender. And, you know, we also have duties, and sometimes we're a little reluctant, like Arjuna here. You know, Krishna Krishna's telling Arjuna, you know, he's watching to see what, you know, what's, what's, what's he going to do, you know, where, where, where he's at. 
And the thing about that is the parallel to that is that Krishna is in our heart and he's watching us too. What are we going to do when the challenge comes up? What are we going to think of the devotee sitting next to us? What are we going to think of the person who we see in the street that, you know, is obviously they're so covered that they have no idea what they're doing, like this girl. And they take their own lives. They fill up on intoxication, you know. There are people who, you know, there's, there's a story of one guy who killed, who, 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 who tried to, you know, leave his body because there was no football. There was no football. And he was so disturbed in his mind. What am I going to do for the football season? Football. I mean, come on. You know, these material things are just, you know, you, you, you go to a game and, 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 and all this goes out. They crash heads. They do all kinds of craziness. They, you know, jumps and all, whatever, you know. And, and then it's over in an hour. And then what is the benefit? What is the benefit? What have you benefited from walking out of the stadium, you know, we, you know, in Gainesville by the University of Florida, we have the Florida Gators. And the devotees, we would go there on Saturdays before the football games right in front of the stadium. And we would chant. And the only benefit that a lot of those people got spiritually, the spiritual benefit, or even material benefit, you know, the only benefit they got is those people who were crazy, not crazy, but because they're, anyway, who were, I don't know the wording, but who were, encouraged enough when they saw us chanting to get up and they chanted with us, even if they were intoxicated and they mocked, Prabhupada actually said that they make advancement. Agatha Sukriti. They make advancement. That's why Harinam is so important. They make advancement. So, you know, we would be chanting in front of the stadium and all these drunk students would be coming in and they would be mocking that's the benefit they got from going to that game. <laughs> what happens before or after that is another story in itself. These material acts are pointless. They're pointless. But, they, but the thing is that there's just nothing else for, for them to do. They don't know what to do with themselves. When I came into Louisiana, I was stopping at some of these petrol stations. It's all these gambling spots, you know? They've got a gas station, they've got a food market, then they've got a place to gamble. <laughs> you know? It's like, you know, on the highway, you see these big billboards, you know, $250 million, you know? And half the people who, who you know, you, you hear the stories of people who win these things, they go crazy because they don't know what to do with them. It's not even theirs. It's not something they've earned. It's not something they can respect. And it's something, you know, because then it's not in that capacity. So they win this money and they wind up destroying themselves more. Because they're really trying to enjoy. Now I'm going to really be happy. You know? I'm good to go, you know? You see it all the time. People standing in line buying, scratching these tickets off. It's sad. It's really sad to see that. You know, they get their paychecks and they, right away, you know, 50 dollars $70 on gambling to try to bring some happiness into their lives. And they're all doing it. It's the biggest thing right now is gambling. You know, again, I, I saw for the, you know, I saw uh, 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 coming here um, uh, through, through I, I think it was Louisiana, one of those states who really uh, relish or pushing for, 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 for gambling. 
and it said this big, beautiful, attractive billboard, you know. You know, it's like, it, it, the billboard was almost to the point, like, if you, if you do this, you know, you're gonna go to this, you're gonna go to the spiritual world. It was almost, you know, a, a material example of that. And then right underneath there's a caption, if you have a gambling problem, dial this number. <laughs> you know? Just the fact that they're doing it is a problem. But people are addicted. Because there's no, there's no satisfaction, there's no happiness in there, there's no guidance, there's no love, there's no compassion. And everybody, everybody, everybody wants to be loved. Everybody. They go out of their way to be loved. This girl that I was telling you about in this story, that the, um, the girl that I was teaching tennis to was telling me somebody, uh, things about this girl, and she again, she dressed very nicely, and she took care of herself, and she had her own car, you know. She had a boyfriend, and she had, you know, her little dog. She had, I mean, all the things that people are thinking. Yes, this is this is going to. Re- I don't have these things, but if I had these things, these things are going to make me happy. I know they will. But it, it doesn't bring anything. It just is some temporary pleasure. But then you gotta do it again and again and again and again. And it gets to the point where it's just like, I'm, d- I'm finished, you know, I'm, I'm done, I'm done, I can't take this anymore. <laughs> finished. And the fact that we're sitting here right now, and that we have the association of Shri Prabhupada, we have the goo, we have the deities here. We had the Lord themselves standing right here. We get the opportunity to take care of them every day, every day. You know, we have something we should always have with us. Okay, our magic beads. <laughs> and every day we have the opportunity to pray and chant, chant. And be happy. On the way here, also, I uh, nah, I won't tell that story. But anyway, I, I conclude with the girl. I conclude with the fact that um, you know we 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 are you know by by some by the mercy of Guru and Krishna, we're able to sit here, you know, and. Someone is trying to speak and someone is trying to hear. And in that process, we're trying to move up. We're trying to graduate. I like this, I like this particular sentence here where it says, but Lord, Lord Sri Krishna puts the test to many of his pure devotees just to magnify their sense of duty. I speak for myself, I'm not a pure devotee, but we all have a responsibility. You know, we have a sense of duty to each other, to encourage each other. You know? You know, we have a lot of situations that we're going through. One of the ways of getting relief from those things is to serve each other. You know? You can spend hours and hours and hours and hours a day trying to serve the deities. 
beautifully, expertly. But if you offend Krishna's devotees, there's a problem. You know, Krishna wants to see us like a loving father. I raised three children. I had three children who are now teachers. They're older. One will be married soon, 30-something years, whatever. I, anyway. And one of the things that I know for a fact and I can relate to is the fact that when anybody comes and they're, you know, giving some type of attention or teaching or something to the children, it's very much appreciated. It's very much appreciated. The father sees us and it's love. He, the mother, they just feel, wow, you know, these are, you have this relationship. Somehow or other, Krishna has put you in a situation where you have these children. You have to love them. You have to take care of them. And anybody who assists in that responsibility, your heart opens to them. It's like I was telling you about the graduation. So many of the teachers were there who have dedicated years of their lives to kids who have, you know, come through this amazing school here that we have and we're very fortunate to have. And they're appreciated so much by the parents, even materially. My daughter's a fifth grade teacher in Boston. And she told me last year at the end of the school season, she says, this year, they did something different for us. And I said, well, what, what's this? Usually they, they do some kind of special event, but because of the whole COVID situation, they just gave all the parents like, I don't know, a couple of thousand dollars. Oh, I'm sorry, all the teachers. The parents, uh, fifth grade parents, they all chipped in something and they gave the, the, the teachers this big bonus, this big, you know, uh, bonus. Because it was gratitude. You know, because, you know, you're taking care. And this is a very, my daughter's in a very, very uh, prestigious school in Boston. She's in, she's in a very, very, so they have the money to do that. Not, so inner city schools don't, it's, it's more difficult for them to do that. Um, but, but, but why was that done? It was because of gratitude. You know, it's, you're taking care of my children. It's, there's that love there. We have to feel that. You know, our hearts have to become soft, not stone-hearted. And again, we get back to the whole process. How does this all happen? You know, what's the breakdown of that? And it starts with the chanting. I always drive this point back home because I know what it's done for me, coming from a very, very, very challenging, challenging situation where there weren't even parents. So I know in my circumstance, in my situation, that one of my saving graces is the fact that I was able to really take full advantage of chanting and trying to chant sincerely. Sincerely, put the put the cell phone away. Put the cell phone away. Turn it off. You, you know. The demand for you shouldn't be where you could have, you aren't able to have an hour, an hour and a few minutes to really dedicate yourself to this relationship with Krishna in our chanting and japa. You know, I'm sitting here talking to you right now. 
But if I'm trying to speak to you, but again, you see that I, I keep looking over because some attractive girl is walking past and I just keep looking and then speaking, you'll think, what? Well, this is foolish. He's not giving me his attention. I mean, you, you really, you, would you respect that? I mean, seriously, would you respect that? No, no. Because you would, it would turn you off. So when we're talking to God, when we're talking to Krishna, but it's more important for us to go on our cell phone or do something else, that's, you know, I mean, maybe that could be corrected, you know? Put the phone away. I see that a lot. It's distracting to me when I, you know, I see someone trying to, you know, and I've seen situations where it's hurt devotees. Because this Prabhu's, my dear Prabhu's, this this chanting is so important. You know, one tape I heard, I I try to listen to Prabhupada every day. Every day. When I'm home, when I'm in the ashram in Florida, Prabhupada is always going from morning to night. Prabhupada lectures are going. I walk in, Prabhupada speaking. You know, always. I walk in my door. Even before I put my key in the door, I hear Prabhupada. I'm like, Jai. Haribo, <laughs> you know. Because we, you know, it's, it's this hearing, this constant hearing, the same thing we're doing. It's the purifying. This, this, you know, hearts are changing. Prabhupada said in the lecture also once that, you know, when someone's, when someone, you know, is, when someone is, you know, lying in the bed and there's a fire and you want to get them up, you know, you, you know, you can't, we, actually the point Prabhupada was making was that, you know, we, we put so much on our eyes on seeing. Can you show me God? Can you show me God? You know, that, you know, Prabhupada's mentioned a, a few times in his lecture about this. People are saying this. It's not, you, you know, we're defective. Even if God was there. I mean, God is here. God is here now. Yes, I could show you God, but are you able to see God? Are you able to see God? That's the point. God is here. He's here. He's here. All of us. But if someone's sleeping and they need to get up on the fire, they can't see the fire. But if you say, hey, Get up, this fire. Get, you know, by hearing, the process of hearing, right away, they become conscious. They wake up. And that's what this, when we chant, we wake up from this ignorance, and passion. So if we have this opportunity, why half-step it? Go fully, put, the, put everything down, put everything, clear the table. It's Krishna's time. Krishna's time. I, another lecture Prabhupada said to him was, and I don't know the whole, my memory is not so good, but Prabhupada said to him, one, one devotee was saying that he was, you know, even if someone's very lazy and they just want to sleep, 24, sleep all day, at one point, and I don't remember the lecture, I wish I could, I could, I could uh, let you hear it because this is amazing way Prabhupada says this, but he says, uh, okay, you want to sleep all day? You sleep. Get, chant your rounds, chant Hare Krishna, chant your rounds, and then go back to sleep. <laughs> That's all you want to do is sleep fine, sleep. I mean, you know, Prophet said this, you know. I mean, what spiritual master would tell you, you know, Pooh, come, you, you want to sleep all day? Um, you know, it's okay, it's okay. You just chant your rounds, you know. Prophet said this. But even by doing, and why? Why is that? Because by chanting, you'll really wake up. 
Like all of us, we know where we were before we chanted, before we were introduced to Krishna consciousness. Where were we? And what did it take for us to get to where we are? And where can we go from here? That's the real question. You know, the doors are open. How much do you want? You know, it's all there for the taking. We have wonderful examples. Even today, Arjuna is an example. We read these stories to get encouragement, you know, to open up our eyes to see. Even some of, you know, Krishna's devotees. We always want to hear about Krishna. Um, how long does this go for, dear class? Oh, okay, so we're a little over. We're a little over, so I'll conclude very quickly. Sorry if I, that I went over. <clears throat> we'll go with the translation again. Sridhar Sutta Goswami said, although Krishna, who was examining Arjuna in religion, encouraged Arjuna to kill the son of Jonacharya, Arjuna, a great soul, did not like the idea of killing him Although Asvatama was a heinous murderer of Arjuna's family member. Wow. So we'll stop here. And if there are some corrections, anyone has any corrections or comments or questions, you could ask at this time and then we'll conclude. All right, thank you very much. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Hare Krishna. The Prabhupada ki jai. Oh, listen, I, I, I want to say one more thing. I have to say this. When I was in Denver, I don't know if any of you know Mother Nidra. She's a Prabhupada disciple. She wears white like Mother Chandravali here. And She's just a great soul. And I wanted to make this point because a lot of times devotees are able to see how Krishna reciprocates in their life. You know, I mean, there's just some amazing stories that we read that devotees are writing right now. We we read these stories. It's so encouraging how Krishna gives the power. You know, again, I said I said earlier, the the power to speak is it's not for me to sit here and think, oh, what a, what a great class I'm giving. I, I'm not doing anything. I'm just basically relying on Krishna because Krishna is, I, I'm not the doer, but Krishna helps us in, in, in all of our circumstances. Sometimes we pray to Krishna and Krishna gives us things that are not good for us. You know? Sometimes we get things that are not good for us. Why? Because we want them. We're insistent. It's like we see a child throwing a temper tantrum. But stop, stop, stop. You're gonna, you're gonna hurt yourself. Stop. What is it? No, the child doesn't stop. Fine, go. Boom. Ah. You know, he's crying because he gets hurt. So sometimes, you know, we're put in situations and Krishna gives us things even though they're not so good for us. But it's to, it, 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 the ultimate benefit is for us to come out and understand the lesson involved. Just like being in this material world. Just like being in these material bodies. So this Mother Nidra in in in, um, uh, in in Denver is an example. There's so many examples right here before us of devotees who are just right in this temple, who are going, you know, nonstop right towards the spiritual world. You know, serving Guru, 
serving Krishna, serving devotees. And Mother Nidra is one of those devotees like this. She has such a wonderful heart. I'm going to tell one little story, if I may, before I go. I was doing Pajari work. And for me, because I have, you know, a little bit of an ADD problem, it's very hard. I have to really be focused. I have to do things more than anybody else because I'm so slow and it's very difficult for me to really, really catch on. Um, and it's fun. I've learned how to do that, how to compensate. Krishna shows us how to do whatever situation we're in. So, so, so I go to the Pajari room in the morning schedule in Denver. I was waking the deities up every morning, which I love doing. And there's a, I mean, there's a, there's a window of things that you have to do in a certain period of time. And you really have to expedite those because we're serving, you know, we're serving the Lord, you know, we're serving Krishna, we're serving God. And, you know, things have to really be, you know, move smoothly. You know, we have to put our effort into it. Well, I, I, you know, I did. So one Madhiji who was there, Indian Madhiji, asked me to save Mahapashadam for her in the morning. And this is a fault of mine. So my fault, but I said earlier that we also have to learn and if we think that we've got it all together, there's a problem. Well, I'm, giving, I'm making myself an example to show you how much I have to learn You know, at this stage in my life. And I first met Prabhupada, and at, uh, so I, I've been trying this since 1974. That's when I first saw Prabhupada, Srila Prabhupada in New York. Um, so it's been you know, a few years. But still, after all that time, I still have so much to learn. So I'm not just speaking, you know, like words. Well, here's the example of what I was telling you earlier. So Madhiji comes to me and says, Ananda Loka Prabhu, could you please save me Maha in the morning? And right away the crazy mind starts, you know, oh, I got this to do, I got that to do, I got that to do, I got that to do. Now I have to save Prashadam for this Madhiji every morning, which is actually, you know, a benefit. It's a gift. It's an honor. I just said earlier we have to learn how to serve each other. So this modesty has given me an opportunity to serve her, you know, and right away my mind rejects it. No, I, I, I don't need one more thing on my list. It'll top her, it'll be too much for me. Nonsense. This is the mind. What, what, what's the, uh, the difficulty in, in putting a little Peshat aside for this modesty who's doing so much amazing service? You know, and we're supposed to be serving each other. So there's my fault. So I, I, I realized I was like, whoa. And what I used to do in the morning is I would take a little piece of the Maha Burfi for myself and I would put it aside. So at that particular morning, I knew that's it. You know, I took the Maha that I was normally take for myself and I put it aside for this Madhiji every morning. And I was so relieved that somehow other Krishna gave me the intelligence to do that. Correct the mistake, you know. There's something going on when I used to serve sannyasis and things were going on. You made an error, something dropped. And Prabhupada, would, a lot of Prabhupada disciples know this too. You do something wrong, correct it. How do you, immediately, how do you correct it? How do you not let it happen again? How do you make a situation which could be a negative situation or a bad, how do you make that better? It's your actions. You can do it. You pray on it. Krishna will give you the intelligence. Krishna will give you the ability. He says this in the Bhagavad Gita. You know, I give them what they lack, I preserve what they have. Krishna, this is Krishna speaking. He says this. So, I said after that, every morning I started giving this mother the maha I would take for myself when I was die. 
the next, the very next time Mother Nidra came into the temple room, she said to me, Anandaloka, do you take Pashadam? Do you take the Maha in the morning? And I said, no, because I changed. I was giving it for this other mother. I said, I take, but I give it to, and I told her who the Mataji was. And she goes, okay, I'll leave a little something aside for you. So every morning from that day on, as soon as I came in to wake the, after I wake the Didi's and after, and she dresses every morning also. But after she dresses Didi, she comes in, I look in the counter, she goes, Anandaloka, your maha is there on the counter. So I gave up my maha to give to someone else after being so selfish. And Krishna gave it right back to me from this wonderful devotee. So it was like maha maha. <laughs> you see? And so the point is that even if you make a mistake, and that's my mistake, I was, I was, I was very selfish. And I felt horrible afterwards. Prabhu, you, we're talking about serving each other. Someone asks you something simple and you, you, you reject it? You're a fool. But the result is, once the action was corrected, Krishna made this, I, you know, Mother Nidra every morning, and oh, every morning from then on, Mother Nidra would look at me and say, another local year of Prashadam is here. And I would be so happy. You know? <laughs> I would be so pleased, you know. I would take the Prashadam and I would just like, thank you, thank you, you know, because, you know. So whatever we're doing, you know, whatever mistakes that we're making in our life, that's the whole thing. We're, we're you know, we're in school. We're in the prison house. We want to get out of jail, you know. We don't want to pass go and collect $200. We want to get out. We want out. We want to go back to where we really belong. We want to go back to really loving and serving Krishna. And we have the opportunity. So let's take full advantage of it. And let's serve each other with love and devotion. Let's correct our mistakes. Let's chant our nice rounds. Let's cooperate. You know? I disagree. When I came here, I was thinking you can not, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Well, I don't want to consider us as dogs. In one sense, I can consider myself like that. But it's, I, I, I completely disagree. We can learn. We can learn every day. Even a hardened criminal can learn. But you just have to have the compassion and the enthusiasm. Utsaha. You need utsaha. In our relationship with Krishna, Krishna says, Tesam satati yuktanam bhajatam priti purvakam tadami budi yogam tam yena mam upayanti te To those who are constantly devoted and serve me with love, I give the intelligence by which they can come to me. This is Krishna speaking. Jai, Hare Krishna.